PB&J's, jelly-filled donuts, pastries, your morning toast, you've encountered fruit spreads. You probably have a favorite. I like apricot, or strawberry, or raspberry, or fig, but is your favorite a jam, a jelly, a preserve, or a marmalade? Let's find out the differences of each of them. Hi there, welcome to the Recipes with Ray podcast. Today we are talking about the deliciousness of fruit spreads and what's the difference between each of them. So first, let's start with what all of them have in common. There's fruit, there's sugar, and there's heat. Another ingredient is something that you may or may not have to add. So fruit naturally contains pectin. Certain fruits have more pectin than others. So it is normal to see jam recipes, jelly recipes, etc., that will have pectin added to them because it acts as a thickening agent. So let's start with jam. Jam is chunkier than jelly. There are fruit pieces in it. It's a looser, more spreadable consistency than jelly. So to make jam, you take your fruit, you chop it, you crush it, maybe you puree it, and you cook it down. Like if you're making it at home, you'll put it in a saucepan on top of your stove. You'll probably add some sugar to it and sometimes pectin, our thickening agent. And as you heat up the fruit, it releases moisture. Our fruits and veggies, they have water in them. So with the heat and the release of the moisture, the fruit will break down and soften. Jelly. Jelly has a smooth consistency. There are no fruit pieces in it. And I think of it as like spreadable jello. So to make jelly, you crush the fruit. One of my sources said that it was cooked first, which I assume would help get out as much juice as possible. As we just mentioned, cooking it down helps release the moisture in the fruit. While my other sources did not mention cooking the fruit. But either way, the juice is strained from the fruit solids. So there aren't any seeds in there either and then it is cooked with sugar and pectin. And the final result will be a smooth, congealed, spreadable jelly. So preserves. Preserves have even more fruit than jam, so it's chunkier. There's no fruit puree, so it's just fruit chunks cooked with sugar. And it is the least gel-like of those three, of jelly, jam, preserves, preserves are the least gel-like. Marmalade. Before I give you the explanation of what marmalade is, think of what flavors of marmalade you've had, you've seen, or you've heard of. For me, I can only think of orange marmalade. So, what makes marmalade marmalade? Me, having only heard or known of orange marmalade, this makes sense when you hear that Marmalade is just preserves made with citrus. So it's the whole fruit, including the peel, and you'll see marmalade that is made from oranges, maybe grapefruit, maybe tangerines, just the citrus fruits. And because you're using citrus fruits and you're using the peel and all, 
Marmalades can be quite aromatic and bittersweet from the peel. That pith can be quite bitter. The pith is that white inside of like an orange peel. So those are the types of fruit spreads, right? But wait, there's more. So we've heard of preserves, but did you know about conserves? So while jam is made from one fruit, strawberries, raspberries, apricots, figs, if a berry or a stone fruit, stone fruits are like peaches, plums, apricots, nectarines, it's like their pit is similar to a stone. So stone fruit, if a berry or stone fruit are added to a jam, it's called conserves. So a jam plus if you add a berry or stone fruit makes it a conserve. Additionally, a jam mixed with nuts or coconut or raisins is also called conserves. How about fruit butter? So fruit butter is pureed fruit cooked down at a low temperature slowly and sweetened is fruit butter. Fruit butter you'll often see made from apples or pears because they have a naturally high amount of pectin in them. So that means they'll get nice and thick on their own without you having to add extra pectin. Then we have chutney. Chutney is more of a savory fruit preserve. There's less sugar in it and chutneys often contain spices and vinegar. You'll often see chutneys served with a meat dish. Lastly, we have compotes. So you may have eaten a compote or even made one yourself and enjoyed it on pancakes, waffles, maybe ice cream. So how you make a compote is you have fruit chunks or whole fruit cooked down, perhaps sweetened and maybe jazzed up with some warm spices. So you're not adding any pectin, it's just a very quick process and typically I don't know if you can compote. You're usually using them right away. I could be wrong. Alright, so here's the thing. We defined preserves. So it's chunkier than jam and it's the least gel-like between the jam and preserves. They're the least gel-like. But everything I've mentioned is preserves. The cooking and canning of fruit has been a way of preserving fruit for a very long time. So if you're not sure if something is a, a jam or a preserve or a conserve, you can just use the term preserves and that should that should be a nice umbrella term for you. One last thing I want to talk about. So I mentioned this in my last episode talking about spring produce, what's in season, Strawberries are a spring fruit, and I mentioned making freezer jam with strawberries. And I mentioned that there was cooking involved in the process of making freezer jam. And shortly after that that episode went up, my mom texted me saying, no, it is not cooked. So I looked it up, how to make freezer jam so that I could correct myself and let you know how freezer jam is made. So. Let's look at strawberries. Mash your strawberries. Don't puree them, just mash them. You add sugar to them 
and you let that sit. Room temperature, no heat applied to your berries. Meanwhile, while your berries and sugar are sitting, you're going to boil together water and pectin. At the store in your grocery, in your grocery, in your baking aisle, you should be able to find either a box of pectin or a larger container of pectin. Say if you're going to be doing a lot of canning, you may need more than one box. You're going to boil together your water and your pectin. Then you take that and you pour it over your mashed berries and you stir that for a while. Then you transfer your berry mixture to the containers that you want to keep them in and you let that sit at room temperature for 24 hours. After that, you can pop them in the fridge or the freezer if you want to keep them over the long term. Hence, freezer jam. The perks of freezer jam are that you don't have to go through the whole process of is it sterilizing, like boiling your glass jars with the lids and the whole rigmarole of having a big canning pot big enough to put your jars in. So freezer jam is, I think, a great first step of getting into making your own fruit preserves. I will leave a recipe linked down below in the show notes or the description, wherever you're listening, for freezer jam. Now, if you've listened this far and you're able to leave a comment wherever you're listening, leave me a comment and let me know what your favorite flavor of spreadable preserved fruit is. And what's your favorite form? Are you a jam person? Are you a jelly person? Let me know. If you haven't already and you're interested, go ahead and subscribe or follow. If you are listening on podcast and you would like to, go ahead and rate and review the Recipes with Ray podcast. Lastly, remember that Jesus loves you. And if you haven't already, go ahead, click here on screen, or I will link this down below as well. Go ahead and listen to the spring produce episode, and I will see you guys there. Bye.